ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) On this podcast, what I'm going to talk about is fighting in the club. Now, let me be honest. I, 12 Kyle, your favorite podcaster, has never been in a fight in a club. Um, but that doesn't mean that I haven't witnessed a few fights. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to talk about on this podcast. I got some funny stories for you. Um, and I came to this uh, idea for a podcast uh, because the other day in one of my group chats, um, I'm in a group chat with uh, a bunch of my former football teammates. Uh, I played football in college at South Carolina State University. And, you know, (laughs) my teammates from time to time (laughs) would get into trouble. Um, But we were having a discussion the other day, and I was reminded of a story that happened um, as I when I was a senior and I had not thought about this probably in 10, 15 years. Um, but we had a freshman on our team and let's just say his name was Reggie to, I want to say this to protect the, the guilty Reggie, you know, he was from, um, he was from Georgia and, uh, you know, he was a freshman kind of wild, you know, whatever the case may be. And, Reggie was, you know, cool, but, you know, a little hot headed. And Reggie and one of our other teammates who was also a freshman, uh, let's say his name was, I don't know, Steven. <laughs> Steven was from New York and, you know, Reggie's from Georgia. And Steven and Reggie got into it or something. I can't remember how the story goes, but nonetheless, uh, Steven decided that he would get not only him not only by himself but he and a couple of other dudes from New York were going to come to the third floor of our dorm but they hall and fight one of his teammates now let me just rewind this back Steven is on the football team and so was Reggie and Steven was going to side with <laughs> some dudes from his borough let's just say he was from Brooklyn and they were going to beat up a teammate of his now that's not very it really wasn't that smart on Steven's part so anyway to make a long story short um Steven didn't live he played although he played football he did not live on the third floor the third floor the right wing of the third floor was where the football players lived. And um, <laughs> the word got around that Steven was coming to fight uh, a teammate. And before Steven's foot could hit the top step of the third floor, Reggie came out of nowhere <laughs> with a right hand cross. And he caught him. And subsequently, you know, 
Stephen caught the beat down. And, but that wasn't over. Uh, Stephen apparently did not learn his lesson and did not understand that you do not cross enemy lines. You are a bulldog, which is our school mascot. Um, you're, you're a member of this team, so you don't side with anybody but your teammates, right? So that goes for your hometown affiliation. Uh, that goes for your fraternity affiliation because here's the thing. Yeah, you you do have guys that will play football at that particular time, and this is the 90s, right? You do have guys that would play football, and ultimately they would, you know, venture off into, you know, their own fraternities or pledge, you know, fraternities. And that's cool. I'm cool with, you know, dudes in a lot of different fraternities. So there's, there's no issue there. But if it ever became a time <laughs> when you had to choose between getting into a fight with your teammates or your frat, you had better choose your teammates because it was a hundred of them, period, point blank. <laughs> and they were the baddest dudes on campus. Um, so legend has it. I wasn't, I, and it was funny about this part of the story. It was like, I, I, I remember it, but I don't remember it because I was there, but I wasn't there. I think I was on the practice field. So obviously the word got around that, you know, um, this guy was, you know, Steven, he was looking to have some New York dudes jump one of his teammates. And, you know, that didn't go well in the locker room. And so <laughs> Steven comes to practice. And before you know it, Steven, he gets the stuff from the trainer. He's walking through the locker room. And at first, the guys can't really believe that Steven's there because they're like, this dude got a lot of nerve to want to jump one of his teammates and then show up at practice the next day. And subsequently somebody hit the lights and they commenced to beating <laughs> the hell out of Steven. They said Steven was halfway out the door and he was yelling for his life and they beat the hell out of Steven. Um, and of course, none of the coaches saw it. And, you know, he denied that anything happened to him and, I don't think Steven actually played football for us ever. <laughs> In fact, I don't remember seeing him like at practice anymore. I don't think he, he definitely didn't play in any games or anything like that, but um, that's just how wild it was. And again, this is, I was, I was in school from 1991 to 1996 and there was no social media and there were no cell phones. So, you know, a lot of stuff could happen and it never make the papers or never make the news. So that was just like, you know, a funny story just to hear my boys tell that story. So that story led me into fighting in the club. So <laughs> I'll never forget. I was a sophomore, sophomore. Yeah, I was a sophomore at South Carolina State and we had a game. And this particular weekend, um, we won. And so everybody was going to this party at the fairgrounds. Now, the fairgrounds, <laughs> the fair, how can I describe the fair? The fairgrounds was like this. It wasn't even really a club, but they made it into a club, I guess. It was this huge building that kind of looked like um, 
for lack of a better term, it looked like a barn. <laughs> and there was very little lighting in the fairgrounds. Very little. The party was being thrown by the members of Kappa Alpha Psi. Kappas, right? So Kappas are throwing a party. You know, we cool with Kappas or whatever like that. Um, on this particular night, uh, everybody was going, you know, to the party early for some reason. I can't remember. I think I was waiting on um, one of my boys to get dressed because I was ready to go. And he had to go take a shower because he had gotten into an argument with his girl. So he had seen his girl and he was I was waiting on him. He's like, yo, Katie, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. I was like, all right, man, come on. So anyway, make a long story short. We're late to the party. And but all of my teammates were already there. And again, just imagine some places really, really large. It looks like a barn and very little lighting. I mean, the DJ had a light and I think there was like another light in the corner. But for the most part, like there were parts of that of the fairgrounds where you could actually stand. And it would literally be so dark that with if you had a lot of people around you, like you could be doing anything and or you could be dancing with a girl and really not even know what she looked like because <laughs> it was just that dark in there. Like you, there were times where I, I would be in the fairgrounds and you could barely see your hand in front of your face. I mean, it was just that dark. But, you know, people like to go to the fairgrounds. So, I mean, I wasn't really a big fan of the fairgrounds, but I was like, okay, it's cool. It was a Kappa party. It was free or whatever the case was. Um, So, my boy is taking forever and again we don't have cell phones so by this time it's looking like we're going to be late and most of my teammates have already left and I'm thinking I'm probably running about 20 let's say 30 minutes late right and he's taking forever he's got to iron his shirt he's got to get dressed he's got to do all this other stuff so I'm just sitting in my room just waiting and so I turn the tv on I'm watching tv so one of my other partners, he had already gone to the fairgrounds. And so he tells me the story later because there's a reason why. Um, so what happens is, is that they get in the club, everybody's chilling, and somebody stepped on somebody's foot. And so, you know, the customary thing, if you step on somebody's foot, you say, excuse me, or my bad, whatever the case was. So it was kind of like that scene in Do the Right Thing when the white dude steps on the brother's shoe. The brother's at Jordan's. But the only difference is there's no white people. This is just <laughs> a club full of black people. And so somebody gets stepped on and the dude kind of keeps going, right? But for one, you don't step on anybody's foot. Like I said, it happened to Do the Right Thing and it wasn't pretty at all. Yo, 
almost knocked me down, man. The word is excuse me. Ah, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Not only did you knock me down, you still buy my brand new white Air Jordans that I just bought. And that's all you can say is excuse me. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I'll fuck you up quick two times. Two times. Who told you to step on my sneakers? Who told you to walk on my side of the block? Who told you to be in my neighborhood? I own this brownstone. Who told you to buy a brownstone on my block in my neighborhood on my side of the street? Yo, what you want to live in a black neighborhood for anyway, man? Motherfuck gentrification. Well, <laughs> as I understand it, this is a free country. A man can live wherever he wants. Free country? Man, oh I should fuck you up for saying that stupid shit alone. Yo, man, your Jordans are fucked up. Damn, man. You might as well throw them shits out. Them shit that's broke. Man, they looked at the good before he messed up. He did this shit on purpose, man. He was even talking about your mom. Oh, that shit to me. He's so fine. Yo, man, how much you pay for him? A hundred bucks. American dollars. A hundred and eight with tax. I give him a hundred headaches. Look, you're lucky the black man has a loving heart. Next time you see me coming, man, you cross the street quick. I'm out of here. Yo, man, break his feet. Take his bike. I should make you buy me another pair. Black Panther, who is that? Take his bike. Man, you're lucky I'm a righteous black man. Otherwise, you'd be in serious trouble, man. Serious. Fucking Still want you move back to Massachusetts. I was born in Brooklyn. Nonetheless, dude kept going, and some words were exchanged, and this guy was a kappa. And the foot that he stepped on was one of my teammates. So it's probably about, I don't know, 20, 25 Kappas in the party. But it's about 75 football players. <laughs> it's about 75 football players in there. So testosterone at this point is running because these dudes are yelling back and forth at each other. And then somebody pushed somebody. I don't even know who started it at this point. And so an all-out brawl happens. So you got dudes in here fighting. And keep in mind, there's very little lighting. So it's people that are getting punched. And they don't know, like, where the punches are coming from. And then somebody hit more lights or whatever, I guess. And then when by, those, by the time those lights came on, it was like an all-out brawl. Well, here's the crazy part. Some Kappa, and I'm not going to call his name. He knows who he is, decides to hit my boy Zeus from behind. Now, this Kappa probably didn't know that Zeus don't mess with nobody. Zeus is just a big ass kid, cooler than cool as hell, cooler than a fan. And Zeus got his name because he looked like <laughs> a Greek god. Zeus was six foot seven, three hundred and twenty-five pounds. I've never seen a man that big before in my life and i mean and i'm talking six foot seven um well no you know what he's probably close to six eight let's say six eight three twenty five and he wasn't fat he was just a giant human being he went on to play in the nfl uh his name his real name is orlando brown uh he passed away uh, a few years ago 
Um, but if you're a sports fan, you remember, you can Google his name. Uh, he was the one who got hit in the eye uh, with the flag from the referee. Um, great dude, great teammate. I miss him. Um, but nonetheless, this dude decides to hit Zeus from behind. And <laughs> I don't know who in their right mind would want to hit somebody that's six foot eight, 200, 325 pounds. But this guy obviously had a death wish. And so by the time he hits Zeus, Zeus turns around, gets his hand on him and just destroys him. At this time that this part of the brawl has broken out. I'm pulling up. (laughs) I'm pulling up in my car. I got my boy. We came there bumping whatever hip hop song that was out at the time. It might have been the chronic. I can't remember. Um. And so, you know, we're jamming in the car. We're ready to, you know, I'm ready to get to the party and have a good time. And as we get out the car, we get out the car. I never forget. I got out the car, closed the door, made sure the door was locked. I turned my back and I start. And so we turn around and I start, we start walking toward the fairgrounds, start walking toward the door. And at this time, all you see is hundreds of people running at full speed women yelling dudes running everybody's running full speed out of the club and so me and my boy we look at each other like the hell's going on and we can't figure it out all we just see is girls running and screaming and we don't know what to do so we stand there for a second like we're kind of froze like man what the hell's going on and then I hear a girl say, they are in there fighting the football players and the cappers. And so my boy looks at me and is like, yo, we got to go. <laughs> and I look at him. I'm like, no, we got to go inside. And so we start making our way through the crowd as people are walking, running out. We're trying to walk back to, to we're trying to walk inside. And a security guard stops us. He's like, you guys can't go in there. And I'm like, why are you stopping us? You should be in there breaking up the fight. And he's like, go, just go. And so he made us go. So we left. And so we drive back to campus. Didn't get in any of the action. Now, I will be honest. I'm not going to sit here and say that I wanted to get in there and fight the Kappas because I was cool with the Kappas. But I would have been down to be in there to see somebody get knocked the hell out. Because there was a lot of campus that got knocked the hell out that night. Um, so I missed the fight. I missed the fight. But, you know, the story is legendary. And, and I, I, I enjoyed um, not being in the fight because <laughs> I was pretty I was pretty sharp that night, too. I had a nice gear on and everything, new shoes and I had some J's, I think. So I was fly, you know, and I just I, I didn't want to get my J's scuffed up in no damn fight. But uh the fight didn't last long. Uh, the Kappas, they got stomped out. <laughs> um, oh, another fight. This fight, this fight was so disappointing. Um, fighting in the club. All right, so here's the scene. It's a Thursday night, right? I'll never forget this. I was like a sophomore, I think. And... It's Thursday night, so 
on Thursday nights, everybody would go to this club called <laughs> Foxy 44. Now, before you start laughing, Foxy 44, <laughs> before I came to school, uh, it was a building that was a church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you heard that right. It, it used to be a church and they converted it into a club. And so there was my first time going in there, there was a level of trepidation because I'm like, okay, I'm not really trying to, you know, be sweating out somebody's perm in the house of the Lord. <laughs> but hey, here I am. Um, but Foxy 44, it wasn't a big place, but that spot used to be jamming. And I mean, like, it would be um, at least 100 degrees in there. I mean, like, it was a sweat box. So, like, I liked it because, like, you know, you the young football player, I mean, like, all you needed was, like, a couple of beads of sweat on your forehead, and then you take your shirt off. So, there's plenty <laughs> to do dumb shit like that we would take i mean because think about it you're you're a young fit young man you're you're you know abs bam you know muscles bam you got it all so i mean who wouldn't want to take their shirt off in a hot sweaty club i mean like that (laughs) that seemed like the thing to do when you're 19 i don't know maybe it's just me um so yeah i used to like (laughs) i used to like foxy 44 because we go in there get hot and take your shirts off um but that's not the point um (laughs) do dumb shit uh so anyway on this particular night i was i was hyped up because there was this girl i was checking for right now for those of you that know i mean i'm i'm married but uh and my wife and i went to college together but my wife wasn't there at this time so i was I was single i was ready to mingle um i'm a man of the people you know known as the meak mac but that's beside the point <laughs> shout out to eclectic um so yeah so i'm i'm that particular night i'm going there and there's this girl that i was trying to kick it with and she was mad cool and i I distinctly remember her calling me we spoke on the phone that day and she was like hey are you going to foxy 44 tonight i was like yeah i'm going she was like all right she said i better see you on that dance floor she said you owe me a dance from last week i was like all right i got you i got you and so when she said you owe me a dance, what she really meant was, I want you to sweat my perm out. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's how it was. So I'm like geeked up anyway. So on this particular night, I am, I, I didn't have my car at the time, right? So I'm riding with my teammate. His name is Carl. Shout out to Carl. I don't, I don't know where the hell Carl is. But Carl's from Pennsylvania. And he had this like, what was it like a Toyota Celica? And it was a stick shift, right? Keep that in mind. And Carl had, it was a brown Toyota Celica. And on the side of the car, remember how back in the day people used to have writing and stuff on the side of their cars? Uh, he had the words cutie pie on the side of the car. Now, Carl is like a six foot two, 240 pound lineman, and he's got cutie pie on the side of his car. So we used to tease him about, you know, the famous song, Cutie Pie. Cutie Pie. 
Yeah, that joint right there. And so we would always sing that song and talking about his car. So anyway, so I'm riding with Carl, just me and Carl. And so that particular night, you know, we, we said we were going to go to the club. So we got there. We got Foxy 44, parked the car. And, you know, we're having a good time. And so I don't know. I'm waiting. And I'm waiting on, for old girl to get there. She finally gets there. And I saw she came up to me, kind of whispered in my ear, whatever like that. Gave me a little peck on the neck. You know, I was like, okay, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. I was like, I'm definitely taking my shirt off for her. (laughs) So anyway, the night is going good. The night is going really good. But here's the thing. Carl, the dude who I came with, my teammate, my man. Carl is starting to drink and like at this particular time when I was in school like I I didn't I've I've said this before on this podcast and I'll say it again when I was in college I didn't drink at all like I never drank never smoked nothing I mean I still haven't smoked but that's beside the point but anyway um I didn't drink alcohol I I didn't take my first drink until I was like 27 so I was cool so I knew normally if one of my teammates if I was riding with him you know, if they started drinking or whatever, I just become the automatic, automated designated driver, which was cool. However, this particular night, Carl, we drove in Carl's cutie pie car and Carl was drunk or at least not, you know, he couldn't drive back to campus. And he comes to me, he said, hey, man, here's my keys, man. You got to drive back to campus. I was like, all right, it's cool, it's cool. And then it dawned on me like, oh, shit, Carl's got a stick. I didn't know how to drive a stick shift at that particular time, right? So I'm like, oh, damn. So I was like, okay, I'll figure it out. And so, you know, we're partying or whatever like that. So just before old girl gets ready to come over to me, I see her kind of moving through the club, making her way over to me to ask me and, you know, we was going to go, you know, do our thing on the dance floor. All of a sudden, one of my teammates gets into a fight. I don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened. I just saw at the corner of my eye, somebody get pushed. He got, the guy got pushed and then he got punched. And once he got punched, it's like, I guess the best way I can describe it is like my teammates and I always had like this, um, kind of like kind of like this weird mentality like if you could if you were fighting one person like everybody would just jump in and i'll, I'll be your first minute i'm 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 all for defending myself one-on-one i don't believe in jumping people right but in this case i mean it happened so fast all i saw was my my teammates punching this dude and when the dude went down then they started kicking him then the next thing i know somebody picked up a speaker and they threw the speaker at the dude I'm like, oh, shit. So by this time, you know, people are are dispersing or whatever like that. And so I always had this thing where if 
a fight breaks out in a club, you got to leave the club because nothing good is going to happen after that. So they broke the fight up or whatever like that. Nobody got in trouble, but like some of the girls started leaving. So I was like, yo, we got to leave. And so I, I was telling old girl, I grabbed her by the hand. I was like, I'm going uh, to call you later. And then so I'm trying to find Carl. And I see Carl standing by the door. And then, like, I saw some dudes walk out aggressively. And it it made me think, if those dudes walk out of the club like that, they're coming back. And if they're coming back, they're not coming back in the empty-handed, right? So I see Carl. I'm like, yo, let's go, let's go. And he's like, wait a minute, man. I got to get my I got to get my drink. Got to get my drink. And I'm like, fool, ain't no more drinks. We leaving. And so Carl, I mean, like I turned my head for a quick second and Carl was gone. So all this stuff is happening in real time. Seconds are passing. And then so I stepped outside. And when I walked outside, I could just see dude. I saw a couple of dudes run across the street. I'm like, oh, I was like, man, let me get out of here. And so <laughs> I get across the street to where the car is. And I'm just walking, just walking. I'm walking kind of fast because it's like I just told Carl, I, I told Carl before, you know, if we get separated, just meet me at the car. Right. And so I'm almost across the street. All of a sudden I hear gunshots. <laughs> so I hear gunshots and I jump on the ground. I am crawling on my stomach like I'm in the army or something. Because I can't, one, I can't believe that somebody's shooting, but those gunshots sounded so close. And, like, for a second, I forgot about Carl. I forgot about Carl. And so I ran, and I flipped over this fence, and then I hear a couple of more shots. Then it's like, oh, man, somebody's getting shot. <laughs> and And keep in mind now, I had never been in a public place up until this point where I've heard gunshots. Any other gunshots I've heard up until that point was like, you know, people shooting in the woods and stuff like that growing up. Um, so I get to the car and I'm all dirty and stuff, and shoes scuffed up or whatever. And then I realize it's a stick. <laughs> I gotta try to drive this stick. And so I get in, I crank it up. And I'm like, I'm waiting, but I'm like, I don't know who's shooting or where they're shooting. I can't sit here because I got to get Carl and I don't know where Carl is. I'm looking around. I don't see Carl at all. I can't afford to go back to the club to get Carl. But it's like. And so I sat there for a few minutes. I'm like, he ain't coming. And now I would have been really, really, really foul if I had left Carl at the club at Foxy 44 in the cutie pie mobile. <laughs> so I spin it around and I drive up to the corner and I whip the car in front of uh in front of Foxy 44. And when I pull up, I don't know where Carl came from, but he came out of nowhere. <laughs> it was like the Batmobile. <laughs> he jumped in. And so we drove off. And so I'm driving and I'm still in first gear. <laughs> And so I'm like, Carl, I don't know when to shift. <laughs> and Carl says, just shift, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. 
and the car is jerking and it's jerking. And now luckily for us, we weren't that far from campus, but he's literally like telling me when to shift. I didn't know how to shift. I didn't know how to drive a stick shift. And so campus is probably about a mile and a half away. And so we make it back to campus. Carl is like, whatever buzz that he had, I guess the gunshots uh, got rid of that, but he was like too wasted to drive. And um, we made it back to the dorm. I, I did, I, and I, I didn't say anything to Carl about this, but I did see a little smoke coming from up under the car when we got back to campus, but Carl was too wasted to even pay attention. He just went to the room and I think he threw up or something like that. But, you know, I might have torn up his clutch, but, uh, you know, we made it back to the dorm safely. Um, The moral of the story is don't fight in clubs because a fight broke out and you know I I never got a chance to really I I didn't get a chance to take my shirt off. I didn't get a chance to dance with old girl. I didn't get a chance to sweat out her perm. I didn't get a chance to hear the latest songs, but um, it was uh, (laughs) it was a fun night, man. It was a fun night. I can't believe we used to do some of the dumb shit that we used to do, but um. Yeah, don't fight in a club because if you fight in a club, you'll ultimately end up making it bad for me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5G.